Hi, this is Brian Kralowitz. Uh, you're tuning in again to another one of our podcast series, and this is kind of geared much more towards first-year uh, students or new students here at Truman. I am the Director of University Counseling Services, and I am joined here today with uh, Christian Johns, who is a sophomore here at Truman. And he is uh, also as an orientation leader this summer, and so spent a lot of time kind of thinking about this. Also being a sophomore, this is his first year coming back here, and so I wanted to tap into his experience of kind of what it was like. If you got a senior in here, I guess, we would not have as much memory or get someone who's older like me there to talk about it. So um, let me turn this on over to Christian, and uh, he'll start off our, our conversation. I think one of the scariest things um, for incoming students is sort of their disaster management plan. When, when things fall apart, things go horribly, how, how do they deal with those problems? And maybe not enough students think about what they will do if, if something goes wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, you mentioned this in like uh, one of our prior podcasts of the idea of kind of when we're talking about how to get along with roommates. It's not about solving every problem. I mean, it would be nice if you could, but it's much more when this occurs, what am I going to do with this? And so, I mean, some of the things right. that I've typically seen in the counseling center are people coming here. One is school's a bit harder than they're used to. And I, I always use this line, and again, people listen to this, if you're offended by this, I, I'm sorry. But I think Truman students are incredibly bright, but I think because they're incredibly bright, they haven't learned to be great students yet. Right. And, and, I, and most people have been here go, boy, I had to learn how to really read and take notes and do all these things. That I'm not insulting anybody, but I think when you're really bright in high school, you can, you can get away with being a little bit less great of a student in oh, terms yeah. of that. Um, the other thing that I think people have is that the roommate conflicts. It's that space that you kind of mentioned this in a prior podcast of there is no space that is yours you know you have like your own possessions you brought up but there's no place like i'm gonna go here and i'm gonna be alone you know i guess you have, yeah. to, you have to really go out of your way to do that around here <laughs> um and then the third is just kind of like the whole it, it just didn't you know it's not maybe exactly they built up their vision of what this place was supposed to be right. and how co- college was supposed to be so great and then reality <laughs> comes into that it is great but it's also kind of crappy at times too yeah i mean everyone has bad days i don't think you know there's not a place on the planet where you know you are isolated from not feeling good (laughs) or you know stubbing your toe or something it can be those little things that that culminate in you know something we make out to be huge disasters and i i like what you said about you know maybe not not having your expectations met by the university or your classes or your friends and that really is that to me is something that you can internally reflect on and and change your perspective on on what's going wrong. Um, So definitely don't think that if you're having problems with your roommate that everything's going to be over, that you have to change and get a new room. And calming down and thinking about those problems before you make them out to be a lot bigger than they are. So you got a bad grade in, in... in a class yeah. on one test there is there's time to recover i think the tendency most people have is to immediately freak out um about everything which which you don't which you don't need to do you can calm down and, and think about things and i think one of the things that, that takes place when you're coming to truman or any school is that because you're not knowing everybody i think in high school you knew if you told something to your friend you go this is how they're going to react right and so what you don't know when you get to school here is if you're having a bad day and you go to your roommate and you go oh i'm so horrible you really probably don't know them deep enough to know if they're going to be like, oh, man, I'm really sorry, or they're going to go suck it up, or they're going to do the, well, I'm having a worse day than you. Right. You don't know what their predictability is. And so when you're in a new situation, you tend to lean on people that you don't know what you're going to get out of it, which could make it better or worse. Right. It, it can make the whole situation iffy. And that, and that's, you know, talking about maybe surrounding yourself with people who you feel like, 
can support you. If you've got, you know, a bad grade, turn turn to your study group. Or if you can get to know these people, it'll make handling those problems um, less difficult or maybe easier to work through. Yeah. There, there are tons of people, and I know, um, you know, UCS deals with this a lot. It doesn't have to be a major a major yeah. problem. Just if you want to talk to somebody that you know can can give you what you need or, or make you feel better about things. But definitely, your academic advisors and the faculty are here to to help you work through a lot of those problems. So don't be afraid to lean on them. Absolutely, and I, I think this is going to sound like the odd thing to give people is that. Part of when things go wrong, people will feel depressed, they'll feel anxious, not at clinical levels, but they'll get to this point where they'll be overwhelmed. I always tell people depression and anxiety are there for a reason. They're not like bad feelings. They're there to make you feel miserable enough to do something about it. Right. And then the more you you sit there and you seize inside of you, and I've seen so many people, like they'll get a bad grade in a class, they won't go tell their roommate, they won't tell anybody what's going on, and they'll basically just kind of like internalize this and not... Go, not make the, even like where they're going to change. They're not going to like, wow, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to study better. They just get to this point. And then they start, I see people will start blaming, well, this professor did this, or my roommate snored all night, or, <laughs> and, and you, and those are external things. You have right. to, at some level, internally go, what can I do differently about this? How do I make it better? If I feel lonely, well, how do I connect to friends? How do I connect to organizations? Those are the things that, you know, when, again, connecting out to other people and getting other people to say, here's what you could do. Here's the things that are, are out there. And essays are great at this, too, if people have in their halls. They're a great kind of immediate, small, problem-solving type yeah. of source. Definitely. I feel, you know, you can almost... <laughs> In my mind, I'm thinking you can almost kill two birds with one stone here. Not saying that, you know, you wouldn't ever want to utilize your parents. But calling home, even with small problems, I know, I've talked to so many parents that come to orientation, they love that. To feel as though, you know, they're students in college, and they have all these resources available to them, and they pick up the phone and call mom and dad and ask them what to do. Um, You know, not, not just to make them feel better, but I think... Not too many people expect that they're going to miss, you know, their parents yeah. and and having them there to help you work through a problem, you know, a fine, whatever, can definitely be a lot of help because it's something you you are so used to. You are used to their their yeah. reaction. Yeah, and that, it does build that connection in terms of that, and that's where you just it just won't go right. I mean, and I can't think of a person that went here like you know everything just went so smooth. And my mate, right. all the class I took was great. My roommates are the best. You know, I it was perfect. I mean, it, it just doesn't. And I think the key part is to remind remind yourself of the probably hopefully eighty ninety percent that went really well. Right. And not get so focused on that. You know, when it happens, it feels so immediate. You get that bad grade. You still got to remind yourself, I am smart. I am the same person who got the same ACT scores. I am the same person who got right. the same grades before. I can do this. And everybody around you at Truman, I think for the most part, has felt that anguish initially of, <gasps> you know, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, and so even the people that you look up to that might be in the halls or people you're getting to know through organizations, they all went through that. Yeah, that was a rough stretch. You know, and people don't... I always remind people of this when they, they talk about their parents. And they always go, my parents have it together. And I said, well, you didn't know your parents when they were 18. Right. You know, you're, you're looking at your parents now that they've got a life and they're, you know, they're probably 40, 50 years old, if not older. And they're, they have a, they have a routine of their lives. They know what's going on. They, they, they get it. They, hopefully right. by that age, they get what they're supposed to do. But you didn't see them when they're 18, 19. They're, they're fumbling morons like everybody else was. It, it's no, there's no, I know I was. I look back and go, oh my goodness of my decision making was horrible. And I, how did I do this? Trusting that that's just part of the, the natural process of going through something that you've never experienced before, coming to school, something you've never done before. Yeah, and 
too many people will look around them and try to, you know, make judgments about their feelings as though, you know, I'm not supposed to feel anxious or worried or, you know, depressed about a, a particular thing when, you know, first, you aren't sure exactly how other people are feeling. Um, Especially, you know, if you are masking these things and and suffering in silence, why wouldn't anybody else? (laughs) And, and, you know, maybe more than that, um, that doesn't mean that your feelings, you know, are bad. Don't yes. don't make a, you know, a normative statement about that. You know, just recognize what, you know, first, like you said, what you can do to fix it. And then, you know, look at the good things. There are so many good, positive things, especially with Truman Week, that you can be excited about. You can be excited about the classes you picked. You know, even that you got here to Truman. Some, <laughs> so many people, you know, there are the group of people that are like, I'm so happy that, that I got to be here. And then you have the uneasy group that's, you know, I'm not really sure how this is going to work out. I'm not not so sure if I made the right choices. Yeah. You talked about masking, which I think is so... People look, I'm unhappy, but my guess is that most people around that person wouldn't know that they're unhappy. Right. And, and But what people do is make this attribution error is they look at somebody else and go, I'm unhappy, but they're laughing, joking around, they must be happy. But but right. when they're around, they're, they're laughing, joking around themselves. So it's this really, really weird moment of... How does how do you like show your cards? How do right. you go? I I'm pretty miserable. I think everybody, even if they're laughing, joking, can usually get it. I mean, there's some experiences of life that yeah. people may not understand. If someone's like, you know, you know, their your dad dies unexpectedly, that most people are like, I have no idea how to react. But right. but the idea of like, you know, I sit in my a room in my alone or my my room alone. I'm just kind of really lonely, wishing I know some. I listen to noise outside the door and think, what are people doing? That's not an unusual experience for most people. Right. And it's the people, it's not as though the only people that can make you feel better, that you can be friends with, are the ones that you have had all of these common bad experiences with. Yes. You know, you you may have a really bad class. I know someone who had a, just a whole... A horrible time in, in a biology class and and everyone around her you know not having the biology class yet or even yeah. knowing what that experience was like was still there to you know help her work through that process and make her feel better help her study all of those sorts of things you know even though we didn't have that direct yeah. experience and this is something that isn't talked about that much and the key part if if you're struggling with things don't become just that because right. cause it is going to sound really horrible, but friends don't stick around that long when you, if you come up, my class really sucks, my class really sucks, my class really sucks. At some point, people are like, oh, I don't want to be around them. So part of this is not that, not that the experience doesn't exist for you, not to not share it, but make sure that all the things that are going well in your life and the things that are exciting are also being shared, that that's one component of who you are, not all of who you are. And I don't know if you've experienced anybody like it, it, it's one of the things that people don't want to talk about, but they make really social judgments really subtly of like, you know, I'm going to go to dinner before they're back. You know, they're, right. And it's hard to say. It's really a harsh thing, but that's how people, how they react to when someone's overly depressed, overly anxious, right. overly, and they stay on there and they don't want to go beyond that. Right. And, and I think it's because, you know, if, if I, I'd like to say, no, I've never made those judgments about someone. <laughs> Me too. But, um, <laughs> You know, I think maybe it it's that idea that you wish they would do something else that exactly. they wouldn't 
um, you know, internalize the process and, yeah. and sulk about it because you are willing, willing to help them out and move on. And so, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother element. You know, once, once you realize things aren't going according to plan and, and even though yeah. you, you sort of know something's going wrong, how do you vocalize your concerns in a way that, you know, doesn't annoy everyone around you and is counterproductive? And I think you brought the key point of being stuck. How do we not get stuck? And that's where, just you brought up the story, and I have no idea where this is going to go. You had to friend the biology class. It, it, it sounded like it was a miserable experience from day oh, one. Yeah. How did they, what did they do? Did they stay with the class? Yeah, they definitely, and actually, I, I eventually met other people who had that same class, and it may, it may have just been a bad semester. I don't know. <laughs> but everyone seemed to have a really terrible experience in this class. Um, no, they de- they stayed with the class, and and you know through encouragement, it was mostly the people in our housing group yeah. that you know help them study, stay up to to get them to push through because it can take even you know one good test grade exactly. among many to to completely change their perspective on yes. things. And once they realized you know studying, taking the time, even though you may be staying up late, um, to sort of see the end of the tunnel, it's only going to take to the end of the semester. All you have to do is get through that, and that sort of encouragement um you know yep. they, they ended up getting a grade they were happy with in the class and and i mean what the else key, could you the, ask the for? key part is they didn't get stuck they didn't stay into this really sucks this class is really hard right then eventually you know they they stuck with the class they, they ended up doing some different study techniques or different ways the yeah. friends around them encouraged them like come on you can do this they keep right. keep going on this but you didn't have to like they weren't like oh, i'm still getting the same f i'm still getting I mean like you said if, they, if you do things different that's one thing that's i think really hard at truman is that how I've done things has always worked. And then when it doesn't work, that's a really weird moment of vulnerability. Right. Absolutely. And so how does someone go, I'm going to do this? And this is where I'll put a plug in for, we have a new thing on campus that even you weren't around for, but we have a student success center that's oh, yeah. really there about helping people with different study habits, with tutoring, things like that. It's a great place to go. Go to your professors. You know, Talk to them. You know, they encourage us all the time. Talk to your professors before you get your first grade, right. so that when if you get a bad grade, you have a chance. You have a dialogue, and it's not like, "Hi, I got this F or I got this D. Yeah. What do I do?" But it's beginning this, and also when they're listening and be willing to to do things differently, to study differently, to have to maybe something put more effort in. You don't even want to put into it, but it's there. And and I liked what you talk about with with making the connections with the professors. Um, you know, I know from personal experience, just showing up for office hours, showing that you are. <laughs> are willing, even if you are struggling and having some problems, willing to work through them and, and coming and genuinely asking for help, that that can make all the difference with the way your professor, you know, weights particular grades or your particular assignments. Yeah. You know, not that they're more lenient on you, but yeah. that they definitely understand you are trying. Yes. And it isn't, you know, oh, you just wrote this at the last minute, but, you know, I've worked with you on this problem. I understand where you're coming from. I know that you're that you're having some some struggles. And it can make all the difference, you know, especially if they give you help that you know, you, yeah. you needed, you needed help understanding how to do a problem or, you know, how to write a paper. And most people don't think about this. Your professors don't have to be in that particular class to give you help. Yeah. I know I've gone to professors that, you know, they don't teach that class, but they can definitely help me write a paper yeah. um, or, or can tell me how to deal with that particular professor's teaching yeah. styles because they've been around for so long. Exactly. I mean, the key thing we're trying to get at here is that if things don't go the way you want them to go, 
don't get stuck with like it, it's not working, it's not working. And, and I'll, there's an old line of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah. So if things go wrong and don't go according to your plan, which is pretty much everything in life. <laughs> Um, just try different things. Do different things. To lean on the people that you feel that you can trust to get some feedback. Um, I think when you develop better friends, people are more honest with you about the feedback of, you know, people oftentimes don't, if they don't trust you well enough, they won't give you the, you know, I think you have a bad attitude because then it turns into, why do you not like right. me? Why are you saying these things horrible about me? Right. But that's where you, if you have people around you really want to have feedback from, you're going to get this. Lean on the people around you. Everybody's going through similar experiences. If they're looking, they're happy and everything, they're jovial. I'll guarantee that something has gone wrong they can fully relate to. So lean on people from there. Absolutely. There are, everyone around you is in the same boat, usually with things going wrong. No one has it you know, easier than everyone else. Um, they're, just like you said, the success center, your professors, yeah. parents at home, friends, family, whatever, there are people here that want to help you. So definitely don't close everything off and, and shut down entirely. Um, it, it won't make you feel better, and, and it's not... Um, you know, the best way to deal with the problem. Exactly. And also, University Counseling Services out there. And so, kind of done with our time for this podcast, but I hope this is useful to you. Um, again, uh, Brian Kralitz, I'm the Director of University Counseling Services. Uh, our office is located right next to Grim Hall, so a little house right there. Um, and if you need to reach us at 660-785-4014 or just email us at ucs at truman.edu and keep tuning in for future podcasts. And again, thank you, Christian, for joining in with our first year series. I do appreciate that um, okay. and so um, again I hope your time at Truman either right at the beginning or right before is going well for you thanks and everybody have a good day